Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. We stand, if we can, as we honor the word of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, picking up the reading at verse number 17, reading down through verse number 21. The New Living Translation says, That's why I have sent Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. He will remind you of how I follow Christ Jesus, just as I teach in all the churches wherever I go. Some of you have become arrogant, thinking I will not visit you again, but I will come, and soon, if the Lord lets me, and then I'll find out whether these arrogant people just give pretentious speeches or whether they really have God's power. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. Which do you choose? Should I come with a rod to punish you or should I come with love and a gentle spirit? Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. I want to come back to verse number 20. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. More than just talk. That's what we want to delve into and dive into more than just talk. There are three things that we're going to talk about in this, in this time we're going to spend together. One, don't allow your faith to be nothing more than talk. All right. Some folk, that's where we stop. We say it, but we don't demonstrate. Don't allow faith to be, allow your faith to be more than talk. Secondly, when you're faithful, God can give you new assignments. Uh-huh. I said in the earlier service, last night I talked about uh, ready to flex. And again, when you hear that title, you think about something that is physical, but I really was trying to hone in in that which is spiritual, spiritual flexing. When you're faithful, God can give you new assignments. He can expand your territory. Let me put it to you this way. When you're faithful 
over few things. God can give you more. Many of us want more, but don't want to deal with what's on our plate right now. Faithfulness can open up doors. And you do know that when God opens a door, there's nothing anyone else can do about it. Not only does he open doors, but he opens windows, pours out blessings that we will not have room enough to receive more than just talk. Thirdly, make sure that you make the right choice. Life is filled with choices. You've got to make the right choice. Now, for some in this service, you have the opportunity to make a choice. Make Jesus your choice. I'm not talking about simply having your name on the roll, but I'm talking about having your name on the Lamb's Book of Life. Friday, we had a group of individuals who gave their life to the Lord in a funeral. I said to them, I don't care what church you join or go to. Come here if you want and go somewhere else. But I do understand that the kingdom of God is big enough to accommodate all of us. Oh, somebody ought to feel that. Because you know you, know you better than other folk know you. And yet God says, I love you in spite of you. Make sure that you make the right choice. One of the reasons why persons so enjoyed the boxing career of Muhammad Ali was because of his ability to articulate what was going to happen in the ring. It was Ali who came up with a float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. It was Ali who, had, who was there predicting the round that persons would go down. He says, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. That's Ali, Ali, the, out of the great city of Louisville, Kentucky. And then, of course, his ability to be able to talk and articulate. I never shall forget one of the fights that he was fighting Joe Frazier, smoking Joe Frazier. Uh, they were on a late-night talk show, and they were talking and and Ali had already defeated a Frazier, and they were getting ready to have a rematch. You do remember, of course, that Ali, in that first great fight at Madison Square Garden, he goes down. And then again, after the fight, after Frazier has been given the victory, but Ali says, look at him and look at me. Because Frazier was in sunglasses and his face was swollen out of the pain of the fight. Ali said, does he look like the winner or do I look like the winner? It was in that on the show that the, I believe it was Dick Cavett at that time. David, you remember Dick Cavett. They were on the Dick Cavett show with Ali sitting on one side, Frazier sitting on the other side. Joe Frazier was giving the ability, says, I'm going to come into this fight 
and I'm going to have a different kind of strategy. Ali then responded. He said, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, Dick Cavett was the instigator in the middle. He looked at Joe and he said, Joe, he just called you a dog. Uh, Joe Frazier jumped up. Ali jumped up. And Ali was shooting jabs that were just barely missing Frazier. And then it, because Ali was basically saying, we do not have to wait until the fight, we can get it on right now. And so you realize that your faith has to be more than just talk. It's one thing for you to talk it, but you got to walk it. It's one thing for you to articulate where you are going, but it's another thing for you to deliver. There are persons and products that will tell you that this is the product that can help you to be looked younger, more vibrant, more vitality, and all of that. But you realize it has to be more than just talk. More than just talk, that realizing that there is now a, a sense of enthusiasm on this street because of the ex-owner being gone. There is a new spirit, but it is more than just the plans that we will make. But now we must deliver. There's one thing for a person to come in and tell you what they're going to do, but it's another thing, Keisha, for them to deliver. It has to be more than just talk. Thank God that your faith is more than just talk. I can, you can talk about how God has met you, how God is helping you, how God answers your prayer, how God shields you all day long, and it is more than just talk. Well, that brings me to my first point. Don't allow your faith up to be nothing more than talk. You got you to gotta do something. It is living by God's power. You got up this morning, not on your own power, but on the power of God. Somebody who is listening, you just had a flashback. And your flashback is you were in an accident, in a challenging moment, but yet God shows up. Not only does God show up, but he shows out. He shows out. He says, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. Thank God for the power of God and the power of praise. That's why there's a power in positive talking in a positive way. Matter of fact, the late author Merlin Carruthers talked about the power of positive thinking. And so you've got to understand that when you are talking negative, negative can get on you. You can't throw mud at others and not, and I'm, and I'm using a nice analogy because I use, could use another one, but, uh, yeah, but you can't throw mud on somebody else without getting mud on yourself. It's more than just talk, but not only do I tell you that reality is living by the power of God. And I believe there are persons in the room today who can celebrate the power of God. Yeah, can I put a quarter in the meter? The power of God that says that God is a miracle worker, that God can answer prayer. I, I, I changed this year from using the word being a survivor to now being 
being an overcomer. And I could take another word, not just call it a survivor, but a thriver, because I want to thrive in my faith. There's enough of us simply going through the Moses, but I'm thanking God who are those who are willing and ready to thrive, thriving believers, a thriving church. It because, matter of fact, sometimes when I will drive past a restaurant and you will see a crowd outside, a crowd outside is a signal to you that obviously there's something positive going on on the inside. Some of you are like I am, and then once you see that crowd, you say, I got to try it out for myself because it's obviously more than just talk, more than just talk, because every business that understands how important marketing is. And, that, and we live in that kind of society now, and even some of our churches that have a great marketing of their ministry, they are, they are on YouTube, and they're on Instagram, they're on TikTok, but then you go by the church, and you say, well, I thought this was the address, and I drive down the block again, but then you realize it is all marketing. But I've come to tell somebody that our faith must go beyond the marketing. The faith must go beyond. And what is the gospel doing for you? Is it impacting you? Is it lifting you? Is the gospel being able to show you how to navigate the challenges of life? Because sometimes you feel like throwing in the towel, but the Lord can show up. And every time the Lord shows up, he shows out. And so I understand, I don't, I want it to be more than just talk. Number two, when you're faithful to God, yeah, when you're faithful to God, God can give you a new assignments, expand your territory because you have now shown that you are, are able to handle the assignment. I can't give you a big assignment if you can't handle a small assignment. And, and because some people think, if I give you the big assignment, then I'm going to be excited. But what about that small assignment that does not get the spotlight, that does not get the kind of credit? But you have to realize that some credit that we're going to get, we're not going to get it, yes, down here, but that credit we're going to get on the other side. I, you just continue to be faithful unto God. And as I am faithful unto God, God is going to bless me. I believe there's a witness out there that you can understand and you can celebrate that God can use you to his glory. Here it is in verse number 17. That's why I have sent Timothy, my beloved faithful child in the Lord, and he will remind you of how I follow Christ Jesus, just as I teach in all the churches wherever I, I go. Now, understand, Paul said, I don't have to speak up. Timothy can do the talking. And, and when you really know you're being effective is that when you do not have to speak it yourself, 
somebody else can already authenticate it for you. They can say, oh yeah, she's good, he's good. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, some of us have gotten that. We've been able to get through some doors because I don't know you, but I know them. And since I know them, I'm going to ask them about you. And then once I ask them about you, what are they going to say? Sometimes there's a terrible thing when people cannot say a good thing about us. And so, I, yeah, but I'm thanking God. But it, because I, if I'm faithful to where I am, then God can take me to another place. That 17th verse, and that's why I sent Timothy, because I needed some backup. I'm sending Timothy because he is going to authentic. Last night, I was talking about how the benefit of others being a part of your community. One of the things that we like to do in terms of our faith is to have a prayer part. The other day when we were at the Prince George's County Community Track and two of our members were talking back and forth and I was listening to their conversation and then they said, you know, Pastor, this is my prayer partner. We've been prayer partners a long time because we do not have to gossip. We do not have to get the details. We just simply come together for the purpose of prayer. And everybody could use a person that you do not have to give them the details all I need to do is for you to pray. Are you praying for my son? Are you praying for my family? Are you praying for my marriage? Are you praying for the things that I've got to do? Are you praying for the decisions that I have to make? Because there's one thing to have your drinking buddy and you're getting high. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you, all these other kind of folk. But I, I'm grateful for, the, for those who can have spiritual connections spiritual connections and and here it is he will remind you that that's what Timothy's job that I follow Christ Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's that. If you don't know, remember anything else, I want you to remember that I follow Christ Jesus. And I believe I'm. I'm believing today that somebody can say, "I'm going to start following Jesus. I'm going to start saying yes to the Lord." He's been knocking on the door of my heart, but today is my yes moment. Yes, God, take over my life. Yes, God. Take over my mind. Yes, God, lead me, guide me. Yes, God, where he leads me, I'm going to follow. Yes, God, you throw out the lifeline and able to pull me out of every hurting situation. Yes, God, no matter how much of a mess my life has been, I want to say yes more than just talk. More than just talk. I had to marry a couple one time, and the brother had come down, and he was so drunk. He was so drunk. They had to hold him up. The best man, the best man was standing real close to him, and I was like, do you really want to marry this brother? I mean, he is drunk as a skunk. And I don't know if he was drinking because he was celebrating the love that he was getting ready to enjoy, or was he drinking? <laughs> because of what he was about to get into. I, I, I didn't do any, I didn't ask any questions. I asked any questions. I said, okay, okay. And he, he was able to get out of I do. I mean, uh, I do. You now kiss the bride. I know that was a that was a liquor that was a liquor kiss. 
Amen. You, you know when you've been kissing somebody, been, been drinking some liquor and smoking some... Oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I, why do I look in that direction? Let me look in another direction. More than just talk. Your faith has to be more than just talk. Your faith has to be something that is a lie. It says he will remind you of how I follow Christ Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'm just about through. Amen. I'm just about wrapped up. But you need to, the third thing you need to realize that make sure that you make the right choice. Now, I, I look at the fact that there are choices, but you have to make the right choice. Make Jesus your choice. Make Jesus your choice. Make Jesus your choice. Make Jesus your choice. 21st, 21st verse is a great verse. 21st verse ends up saying to us, which do you choose? Should I come with a rod to punish you? Or should I come with love and a gentle spirit? God cannot beat you into faithfulness. The scripture says, I come to you with love and a gentle spirit. Matter of fact, Proverbs talked about how a gentle response can turn away wrath. See, sometimes it's better to pray that, you're, that you bring down the level of your emotion so that you do not respond where someone else is. Someone has to be calm. Let's go to the courtroom. I'm sure that you all don't go to the courtroom often, but one of the things that happens is that when the judge speaks, the judge never has to yell at you. The judge can calmly hit the gavel and give you 15 years. No hollering, no screaming. Just simply make a declaration. The judge can do that because the judge has power. The judge has position. You notice when you're on an airplane that when the pilot comes across the air, the pilot doesn't ever come across frantic. Pilot comes across. Buckle your seatbelts. We're getting ready to endure some turbulence. And while we're enduring the turbulence, you will not be able to serve your crackers and juice. Stay in your seat, and we're going to make it through. You trust the pilot because of their calmness. Now, you would have a problem if you were on, a, on an airline And you heard, oh! <laughs> you say, well, let, let me off. I'm never flying this airline again. Where there must be a gentle spirit. 
That's, matter of fact, that's where some of us need to land our prayer. Our prayer needs to be that we would have gentle spirits. And that we would come with love. You come with love. Love, love can bring down walls of, of, of confusion. Come with love. Start with love. Speak with love. More than just talk. You realize, and I'm, and I'm through. You know, it's, you know, I've got to tell you that about two or three times before we really finish up. But that's what God does. He comes with a gentle spirit and he operates with love. That's what he does. That's what he did all the way from Bethlehem. All the way from Bethlehem to Calvary. Gentle spirit operating with love. And I'm thanking God that that same love is alive right now. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help. Love lifted me. That's why I got to praise. That's why I got to give God glory. That's why I can look back over my life. Thank God for every mountain. Thank God for every valley. Every storm that might have come your way. They're talking about storms in California. Fire in Hawaii and Canada. But I'm thanking God for the love of Jesus. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Pitied my every groan. I will lift up my hands. I will give God praise. Praise Him. Praise Him. He's a mighty good God. Fairest of 10,000. Bright. Bright. And morning star. I love the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Say yes. Say yes. More than just talk. Even as a church, we have to be more than just talk. I pray that our church makes a difference in this community. And we do, over and over again, because our faith must go beyond the walls. More than just talk. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember... There's power at the park.